No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. In a world where high technology and devastating destruction was a way of life, where the fate of an entire star system could rest on the outcome of a single battle, one group of gritty, hardened mech warrior veterans would change the lives of millions of people. This summer, one podcast will rise above all the others. No Guts, No Galaxy, the Battletech Mech Warrior Podcast. And it starts right now. This podcast is brought to you by Hammer Tactical Contracting, providing top-shelf inebriated pilots for your toughest missions. Did you just touch my pretty baby? You shot me! You shot me! You shot me! Damn it! You shot me! Did you God. just touch Very, very crimsical from HTC reminding you we're drinking in the dropship, we're drinking in the mech bay, drinking in the cockpit, and most importantly, drinking as we use your mech for salvage. Ah, good old HTC. We're here to leave a mark. Starting with that voice. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 67. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is April 3rd, 2013, and my shout-out, it's going to go to the Rana Snore Thailander. Oh, you salt battle mech of fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't know if you guys have, but uh, yes, Highlander is here, and jump jets are awesome on an assault mech. So, uh, Darren, who do you have? Hey, this is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil, and my shout-out today goes to our friend JT, Just Tired, and uh, the Sphere Wars, which I mentioned last week. It's the MWO-based league. It started on the first few days ago. Check it out. All right, JT, I hear you there. And Brandon, what about you, bud? Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Catrick Hell, and tonight uh, my shout-outs are going to Mexpex, MWOG, and Aces. All right, and Greg, who do you have? I'd like to shout out to Pop-Tarts Ninja for the Battletech Annotated Series, Episode 3, where we riot. Put it I out. Gonna, I was going to say, I've been watching those. Um, I, I usually turn off the annotations, though. I'm not I'm not going to lie. What? Yeah. No. I just, That's the best part, Phil. I just, I just don't. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. But anyways. Okay, what, can I, give a second? I just want to give one shout-out. Yes, Garth. I want to give a shout-out to the forums for putting up with me, because I'm a terrible CM. Is that is that what you are? I am terrible. I, I use I, sarcasm sometimes, and they get mad. I've never, ever heard anybody actually say that about you. You're, you're worse than a serial killer, man. Easily. I kill babies and stuff. 
<laughs> and of course, welcome to all of our live studio audience. Thank you guys for coming out here. We've got quite a bit. I think actually there's a lot of new people that have never been here before. X up in chat if you've never been to a live studio audience recording. And uh, yeah, let me know. we got got uh, quite a few there. Amazing. Sweet. Yes, and of course, all to our new listeners out there, wherever you are in the world, uh, or whatever you're doing, whether you're at work, or you're running, or you're riding a motorcycle, or you're in your cockpit playing with your wing, either one of those, I thank you for coming out, and we ask, hey, if you have the ability, go to our website right now, and on the right side, there's a tip jar, hey, send us your love, and we'd appreciate it, thank you so much for being awesome. And if you're going to be doing any shopping online, say Amazon.com or Newegg.com, we ask that if you can, click through the links on our website. It gives us a little kickback, doesn't add anything to your bill, good way to support us if you don't want to or cannot donate directly. That's one way you can help keep us going 24-7. Hello there, this is Duncan Fisher speaking to you from Outreach Studios. I know the best of the best when it comes to mech warriors on Solaris. And do you know who they talk about when it comes to digging your ass out of the fire when the shit hits the fan? Armed. The Australasian Royal Mechanized Division. These guys have been slugging it out since Gallipoli 1915. Only now they do it with a mech and a heavy gauss rifle. So if you need to call in reinforcements to get the job done, or simply hire someone for some good old-fashioned payback, Call on the professional team at ARM. They'll set the odds in your favor. For contracts and recruiting, turn your terminals to www.armed.net.au. That's spelt armd.net.au. And remember, if you need to get even, get armed. All right, it is time for the No Guts, No Galaxy News, founded in 2011, reporting in 3050. Be sure to check out the latest videos at No Guts, No Galaxy TV on YouTube, and don't forget to subscribe and like and all that stuff. Phil, what is the latest on NGNG TV? Actually, we got like five videos up. I'm actually going to be posting up a Highlander video me and you got uh, you know, yesterday and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. we got like five new videos. Check them out. Hey, give us a like, maybe subscribe, give us your feedback, comment, and stuff like that, but don't forget, all systems nominal. Yeah, I'll be getting to that in a moment. And our Twitch TV schedule, which is, uh, we're talking about uh, our official IGP, as well as our own NGNG TV uh, Twitch schedule, you can see on our website, nogustnogalaxy.net. We're uh, trying to go for basically 24 hours of uh, mech action, mech porn, every single day, so uh, be sure to check it out. Are you looking for more members for your Battletech or MechWarrior unit? Advertise with NGNG today and reach thousands of potential users for your own unit ad. Head over to our website and check out the Support NGNG page for more information. And is your unit looking for voice comms or just a place to hang out and chat with other Battletech and MechWarrior fans just like us? If so, get set up on the No Guts, No Galaxy Outreach TeamSpeak 3 server today. People are still doing it. Just had somebody yesterday and the day before and so on. Uh, server information is located on our website. Once you log in, contact Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang, and he'll get you set up. And Critical Hits number 24 is out this last Monday, Thunderdome Part 2. 
which is also going to be continued. So with this is going to be, what, a three-parter? Yeah, it's going to be a three-part. Short Painter was basically, he contacted me, he's like, dude, I'm liking this idea so much, I don't want it just to be two slides. Now, you guys voted for the winner. The scent did win, Blaster did lose. But yeah, I think you guys are going to be surprised of the ending. I think he's uh, thrown in a little bit of a wrench. I saw the, the basically almost final draft last night, and that'll be going up this coming Monday. So hey, if you guys really like these, make sure to let him know. Post in there. You know, make comments, share it with buddies, because I mean, a lot of people out there don't even know about critical hits. They see it and then they're holy, they're like, holy shit, I never even knew about this. So make sure to share that stuff on Facebook, comment, show them your love, and of course, you know, it, it's he he loves that. Uh, and of course, you can always support him by grabbing one of those herbs T-shirts. By the way, just throwing that out there, uh, half the proceeds go back to him. He's the artist for the herbs T-shirts. So just yeah. And we also just released all systems nominal episode number three, titled Equilibrium. This is the end to the uh, the first three uh, animations. Coffee Nail just asked, uh, do you ship to Canada? Yes, we do. We've been shipping to Canada for almost two weeks now, Coffee. You're behind the times. Get with it. But All Systems Nominal is free in Canada, just like it is in the U.S. So be sure you check out episode number three, Equilibrium. And on to our community spotlight this week. Again, Ironhawk. Man, this guy's uh, active. He did uh, awesome. Well, two of them. Uh, basically mock-up of... The Timberwolf for MWO. It'd be interesting to see how different it's going to be from Flying Debris version. Well, the only well, the only issue I have with this design is this looks like the Mark II, hands down. The Timberwolf Mark II. The Mark IV, the Savage Wolf. Yeah, this this to me does isn't the like uh, Timberwolf like the the regular one. Like uh, this is the other Mark versions. But I like it. So don't, don't don't take that as negative criticism. I love it. Uh, Iron, I love his artwork. I always t- I gave him a shout out last week. So you're saying he's ahead of his time, is all? Yes. By a couple couple hundred years. <laughs> by by a while, but yes. Um, but someone Still was uh, very good work. Yeah, it's definitely. It looks to me like uh, the Mark versions. Uh, looks like. Uh, Cynical Saint just said, uh, I just got all my NGNG gear. Keep up the awesome work. Cynical Saint, if you can email me, maybe uh, if you got a t-shirt or two, send me a picture. Um, you know, you rocking out uh, with whatever shirt you got, and I'd appreciate that. And if you have any community spotlights you'd like us to check out, submit those to spotlight at nogutsnogalaxy.net, and we will look it over. West Coast Battletech event in Fullerton, California takes place on Sunday, April 14th. That's coming up from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Firebase Firebase location, Card Addiction Games. Call 714-870-1194 for more information. Details will be in the show notes as usual. And are you playing a tabletop game in your area and looking for more players? Or do you want to start one? I do. If so, we'd love to announce it for you for free. Email us at localgamesnogalaxy.net with your info. Don't forget to send us your pictures or it didn't happen. And finally, funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast, and your donations keep us on the air and pay for such things as hosting, TeamSpeak 3 equipment, software prizes, and other projects. Oh, so many other projects. Check out our tip jar on the right side of the website, podcast unit ads, George Ledoux and B.B. Wolf recorded messages and unit ads as well. And that is the news, Phil. Yeah, I was going to cool. say, guys, if you do have the ability, um, we do need donations. Um, and if you haven't donated, and if you're able to, we'd really appreciate it. I mean, just... Go to the tip jar, a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. Some people can afford more. 
hey, if you can't, again, you can always, you know, just just keep listening, be active in the engineering community, and we'd really appreciate it. And, of course, I, I did mention the store, and I just want to throw that out there. The Herbs t-shirts, by the way, it is a 50-50 thing we have with the artist. They get 50% of the proceeds. Um, we do have the new t-shirts, the No Guts and Galaxy t-shirts. It has a, a NGNG with hexes and stuff. Those will be up on our website. They'll be about $20. So we'll be able to get those out uh, to everyone. So, again, we just ask you, hey, if you like this stuff, you know, go there right now. Um, someone just said, oh, on the store, ETA. Are you talking about the new ones the or t-shirts. the current ones? The new ones, will, well, they're supposed to arrive tomorrow, Darren. That's what the tracking says. So Indeed. Uh, once so I get them, they're going up. Yep, and I, I posted the, the mock-up on Facebook. Let me see if I can find that. Hey, guys, this is George. Uh, while Phil's looking for that, can I just throw something in here? If you guys have anything interesting that you would like me to do uh, community-wise, I'd be very interested in hearing what it is because I uh, don't have a lot going on myself with the community, and I want to do more things. Yeah, I just did some stuff for the Violent Combat ro- Robot Show, and I got nothing to do with No Guts, No Galaxy. So throw them some ideas happy to help you there you let's guys get, go uh, let's get him busy so hey um that's the t-shirt going on by the way it actually has back uh, graphics too we did a uh as the ngng ammo can it's like this uh white with black lettering and of course no ghost no galaxy.net on the collar now we are looking at other vendors that we can get lower cost uh obviously for the t-shirts and stuff like that but we also just finalized the branding for our t-shirts which by the way i just want to say thank you to chris and uh Jamie Adams out there. They've been working hard behind the scenes. We also have new Marauder, uh, Archer, Rifleman, and uh, Warhammer designs coming out that are based off Shimmering Swords artwork, but are a little bit different, so we can print them differently so they'll actually be cheaper. So more info on that as they come, and uh, just, you know, we do need your support, so again, not to beat a dead horse, but if you have the ability, go over there, help donate, and we'd really appreciate it to, to move some of these things forward. Hello, everybody. This is Duncan Fisher. Suddenly, he grabs me, tipping me across his lap. With one smooth movement, he angles his body so my center torso is resting on the caldera beside him. He throws his right leg over both mine and plants his ferrometallic left forearm on the small of my rear torso, holding me down so I cannot maneuver. He places his right hand on my armorless behind, softly fondling my internal structure, stroking around and around with his articulated fingers. And then his hand is no longer there, and he hits me hard. Oh my, critical hit. I've been cored. Brought to you by the Skjeldborg, Shield Wall of Russellhaar. And of course, we have Garth today. How's your uh, How's your week been, Garth? Up and down, all around. Pretty crazy, to put it mildly. <laughs> awesome. Let's go ahead and move into Mech of the Week. More mechs, more problems. Now, this one actually won, and I and I will say we didn't have a whole lot of votes. I was actually quite surprised, but I feel like that's more of the website issue. We post up stuff, and sometimes it gets pushed below. Uh, I'm, I. I'm just going to throw this out there. You guys are going to really love the new integrated uh, forums and the website. And there's actually a few of the NGNG crew members. Actually, most of them have seen it, and they can comment that it is it is going to be a nice uh, nice change. So hopefully, uh, 
items like this won't be pushed back and you guys won't be able to, uh, I guess, miss it. So don't forget, Mech of the Week, every week. Brandon's going to start posting them up, I think, on Fridays, if not Saturdays. So make sure you go vote. But anyways, let's see the winner, which is the Mauler. Then specifically, we're going to talk about the uh, the IR version. Uh, this actually, this mech was introduced in 3048. It is an assault battle mech, 90 tons, which is similar to the Highlander, obviously. Goes 54 kph. God, that's slow. Ridiculously slow. Now, weaponry and armament, we've got two ER large lasers, two LRM-15s, and four autocannon twos. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Indeed, you... it's very long range, but quick correction, it's the 1R version, just in case anybody was R. going crazy. 1R. Yes, and it has very specific strengths and weaknesses, right? Uh, very, very long range, and it would be very, very hot. I mean, you get within you know X mount distance. There goes the LRMs, the autocannon twos. Uh, have you guys used this in the tabletop? Tabletop, speaking of which, not MechWarrior two or any of the other previous games. MechWarrior four. Have you? No, I, I have I've never used tabletop. it. Yeah, I've never used it in Mega Mech. Um, Mm, I don't know. I mean, uh, obviously strengths, long-range support, and weaknesses um, would probably not do very well in close-quarters combat. But, uh, yeah. Greg, I mean, do you have any experience? Usually you're like, yeah, you know, I've used a few of these designs. Uh, I actually haven't used this one too much. Baller, the mech no one has used. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> Except I feel I like mean, I know it pretty well, too, because of Warrior 4. I've, I've seen it in, in my, like, TROs, and it looks cool. But I'm just, I don't know. It always felt a little underpowered. Like, it's got a really fearsome look to it. But those four autocannon twos are like, eh. Hey, World War II Ogre. such a short range, the Inner Sphere ones. I was never really a big fan of them in general. World War II Ogre there is used it in tabletop. You want to see what his input is? Well, I mean, I, I've used it as far as... The the reason I know this mech is because the Mech War 2 cover art. Mercenaries cover art. Mm-hmm. You know, the Mauler was on there. It is a pretty... BA looking thing. I saw it used in MechWarrior 4, but I never used it. Um, it was uh, an actual model or a, a, a toy too. They used it. Remember the uh, the toys had that it. had this? Yeah. But I mean, just looking at it, uh, it would be it's it's large. It's got a lot of armor. Not very fast, but a lot of assault mechs aren't that fast. Um, it's definitely uh, ammunition based. I mean, most of its weapons are ammunition, so you could see it maybe in like in a long ex- long extended campaign in a tabletop ammo might be an issue and then the er large lasers i'm assuming uh heat probably wouldn't be too bad you know if you're chain firing every once in a while but i mean ac2s in the tabletop don't generate like crap heat so you might be able to just fire 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 so it might not I think be horrible the biggest challenge would be keeping that range and not letting people get up on you yeah definitely a support role for uh an assault mech but uh so that's especially when you're so slow Hey, dude, the Highlander stock is slower than that, so, yeah. Slower than 54? Yeah, it's like 40-something. Yeah. Wow. Also, I don't know if you mentioned it was a successor to the Deboku. The heck is the Deboku? Oh, here you go. It's a failed mech, but it looks similar. Very, very similar. <laughs> All right, so that was it for Mech of the Week. Make sure you guys vote next week, and, uh, yeah, get your mech up there community questions disclaimer we can't answer everything and some of the questions you ask may be specific towards like pgi or something and they may not be able to answer but let's go dive in here we have laser angel and he says did releasing the heavy metal before the highlander increase hero mech cells as expected garth you're gonna have to answer this one i'm going to go out on a limb and say i've seen a 
I, I think the correct term is shit ton uh, of these. So all is, the mechs are pink now. Yeah. Well, so what? Any uh, feedback on that? I can't give exact numbers, but I can say it is selling extremely well. Well, it is a damn fun mech, so, I mean, it could be also just word of mouth. I mean, every time we play it, we're just, like, laughing and having a great time, so... I mean, you guys you guys did see Phil in a, an assault mech, and he was Phil having... Phil having fun. I was having fun. I mean, who who would have thought about that? I mean, it uh, was... Hey, guys, let us know. Are you guys liking the heavy metal? Obviously, configurations, there's some various... Uh, varies out there. I mean, I'm seeing the basically large cataphract. I see brawlers. I, I mean, uh, people are doing, uh, you know, no jump jets on it. I mean, it looks like a, a bunch of people are loving it. Some people are loving killing them. Um, so overall, I think overall, e- everyone is happy that it's in game. So I'm interested what the C bill ver- uh, variants are going to be like. So I can't wait to see that. So, all right. Uh, next question we have is, uh, Tabrius says, do they have an ETA for convergence or missile changes? I don't know really. I didn't know there were convergence changes coming. Or missile convergence. I mean, is, is he talking about this? convergence or is it just convergence and missile? I don't know. It says or missile changes. Um, Garth? Uh, missile, I think they're talking about the pre-pat, pre-two patches ago when they nerfed all the, the missiles and stuff like that. I wonder if they're, I think he's thinking, are they going to get bumped back up or are they changing or... Like an ETA actually, on that. I don't know. I, I'm not really sure what this is referencing. I don't know. Well, let's assume... Wasn't the change splash damage? No, the change was overall damage and splash damage. And splash, yeah. Yes. So it was basically like everything was toned down. It wasn't... It was like a hot fix. It wasn't the final. So I guess, uh, you know, Paul and, and Brian would probably have the answers to that one. Okay, did convergence change in any way? And is there any mention of convergence changing in the future? I've heard around um, murmurs that convergence changed in the uh, recent patch for pop tartars. It did mm-hmm. not. It did not. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what they're. I think that's just a hearsay. But uh, I don't know, Tabrius. You need to be a little bit more specific. We have no idea what you're talking about. So next question we have. Uh, Kayla says, "Does PGI have any plans to implement?" a test server for general populace so a larger group can actually try and test things before they go live. Sort of. We already have one-ish for specific people, and no, not for everyone. I was going to say, this sort of, uh, to me, this screams... uh, What is it called, uh, Alex, uh, for uh, Greg, the uh, on EVE Online, the test server? Singularity. Yeah. Uh, they have a complete separate server that you can connect. You have to download it completely separate. But they have all of the like upcoming content in there for everyone to use and implement, test, and uh, abuse and find and exploit, trying to basically find things and, and test all that out. Um, League has something like that as well called the public beta environment. It's pretty much the same idea. I mean, obviously, that would be a pretty big company decision to... I mean, look at it this way. I mean, you have people jump onto the bandwagon of grab the pitchforks just over someone posting a hey this is our idea let alone oh crap now we see it and we're just gonna rage i don't know i don't know if uh, this community can handle that i don't know what do, you, what do you guys think could you guys handle could you handle seeing flaws and not being totally uh, uh pessimistic when it comes to it i don't know most people know <laughs> All right. I think um, uh, I think if people understood that it's a separate client and server and everything like that, I think it'd be perfectly fine. That it has no bearing on the final patch or the final product once it goes into the game. That everything in this server is 
the server-specific, everything in that server that's server-specific. So are you suggesting that EVE Online players are more mature than Mech Warrior? Oh, no, 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 no. But it's a different type of environment, too, so... well, I don't know. I think to play EVE Online, I think you need, what, three three university degrees and know how to code in, <laughs> like, uh, Spreadsheet Simulator 2013? Nope. All right, next question we have. Apostle says, uh, will a fully detailed command chair post be released in the near future detailing all the systems in community warfare and their implementation with each other? Gar's like, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. Sorry, can you say that again? I was chatting with randoms. We Basic. need a detailed command share post regarding uh, community warfare, like all the, you know, what's involved. Oh, um, I don't know. I'd have to ask Brian. I, I mean, I'm sure he'll do it at some point, but yeah. Everything we've said that will be in it will still be in it, so if you've heard anything about it, it'll still be there. I, I agree with Carrion Crow. Uh, it's going to be a probably. Well, I was going to say, um, we just watched the GDC video and the PAX video and all these where Brian and Russ sat down, but specifically they said, you know, it's coming basically this summer. They're going to start implementing 12v12, uh, UI 2.0, um, Community Warfare, the initial is going to be coming out, and then obviously it rolls into, you know, fall and stuff like that. So we're not too far away. Um, but I say that it's really tough to swallow that pill of too far away it may mean mean you know six months, eight months. It's a it, it sucks saying that. But then remember this time last year, guys, closed beta hadn't even started, and you know it's it's already been this almost a year. I just want to say that <laughs> it is. <laughs> you guys remember that? I remember those podcasts. I should have taken the blue pill. Jeez. All right. Next uh, question we have is David Ball, and he says I have a question for anyone on Wednesday's podcast. Jump jets or not for the heavy metal? And I say yes. Absolutely Darren? yes. At least one. Darren? I was I would have said no until I played it, and now I'm a yes. I'm saying right now, currently I'm playing without jump jets. It's heretical, I know, but that's 10 tons you got to play with, and you can do you can add quite a bit on with 10 tons. What do you mean no, 10 tons? One jump. Oh, what are you doing with 10 tons? Jump jets half a ton. Oh, uh, no, uh, no the heavy on metal, the it's two tons. Whoa, what? Yeah. Yeah, they're two tons each. Oh, jeez, I thought they were half ton. <laughs> Look at I know. <laughs> I know. Does it? So Are you hold on. Playing the same game. Dude? Yeah, they've always been half ton. Nope. Uh, for the heavy it's metal, it is two tons a jump jet. Wow, I'm uh, I'm horrible. Well, that's one thing <laughs> I didn't know. So well, you have some tonnage to play with. Yeah. Why are no they joke. so heavy? Uh, well, it is You got to lift back. a freaking assault. Yeah. Does it? Hold on. Does it scale depending on the weight class? Or is it just, yeah, you know, like mediums, what? Mediums, it's a one ton? It's, a half, it's 0.5, and then above that is one, and then it goes to oh, two. Oh, see, I had no fucking clue. Yeah, you're listening to Salt Mech, but you're not usually doing it nearly as far. Total noob. Wow. All right, guys, <laughs> sorry, Phil. I've never, swear to God, I never, never knew on that. Yeah, well, All right. tabletop, it, it was never, they were always half a ton. Always. Every. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. The tabletop is half a ton, right? The only Every I know is because it was the first thing I checked. I took all all the jump jets off. I'm like, holy shit, 10 tons. Hmm. All right. Well, next uh, question we have is, Anon, uh, any progress with the splash damage bug? Yes. <laughs> Very good answer. All right. There you have it. And uh, now you know everything and everything is okay. It's going to take me a few <laughs> seconds to uh, comprehend all that. Yeah, that's, that's too much, Garth. I mean, really, you wanted to dump that? I mean... I know, I had to get it all out there, guys. Sorry. Hey, Phil, you know how every once in a while during uh, community questions we have people that were like, hey, we'll get back to you on that? Yes. 
we usually don't get back to them on that, and that's not our fault. It's just because we forget we're busy. It's my fault. We're, well, whatever the reason is, we do actually have something that we can get back to. A couple episodes ago, somebody was asking about changes to artillery strikes and airstrikes, specifically regarding would we be able to implement them using the map, um, and would the command console take uh, part in that, and, and so forth. Now, we played with Russ last night, and he talked a little bit about that. Do you remember what he said? Didn't he basically say that they would be, we would be able to use the map to launch them at some point? Oh, yeah, he was basically yeah, saying... Yeah, he was saying that right now, obviously, it's line of sight, but that they're looking at possibly in the future so they can implement it with the battle grid, which I, I think is appropriate. Right. Now, that being said, uh, I was uh, I saw a video over at Sea uh, Red. I'm totally getting off topic here. But, um, well, actually, you know, we'll just wait for this uh, question because we, we cover this. So let's go ahead and move on to community questions. Live studio audience. So what's going to happen right now is you're going to X up and I'm going to pick. Uh, we're going to do two questions tonight. So make sure it's a good question or else. Yeah, or else we'll sick uh, Darren to give you a hug. So I'm going to pick at random and uh, we'll go from there. So let's see. Who will it be? All right. Uh, let's see. The first person... Come on, keep Xing up is <laughs> Doom. Doom, go ahead, unmute and ask away wherever he is. There I am. Hello. Hey, what's going on, bud? Hey, Doom. Oh, this is good. Good. Uh, great to be on here. My right. first question would be, um, uh, since um, I'm a clanner and the clans would like to know when are clans coming out and what will be coming out later and Clan Max. Also, what's a clan? <laughs> well, actually, considering the clans have already started invading, you can't really use that term any longer, Karth. I mean, technically, it's already started. I don't know what a clan is. Have you seen mm-hmm. any reports on it? Mm-hmm. I it's, it's I heard already started happening. lunatic running around talking about foreign invader fascists. Clones I watched fascists. it on the uh, Intersphere News. So do we have no official uh, info on that whatsoever, Garth? I don't have any official. All right, sorry, we can't answer your question. I right. do, I but want we are to, going to cover it later. All right, so there you have it. Good question, Doom. Appreciate that. Next question. Let's see. Who's it going to be? Um, hmm. i pick a name I've never really seen. Okay, we got uh, MechWarrior Skycake. I love that name. Go to unmute, ask away, Skycake. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Welcome. So, uh, yeah, so uh, when can we expect the missile fix, and then what's in the fix? What kind of fix? Well, it's being reworked or something right now, so... I'm not sure, to be honest. I think a lot of it is the uh, sort of tightening up of the groupings and are the groupings working correctly and whatnot, so I don't know when. Uh, We'll we'll bother Paul about it next time we see him. How's that sound? Sounds good. Cake, do you miss your missiles? A little bit. I was having fun in the trap, jumping around, tagging people and hitting them with missiles, but now it's kind of tough, right? Well, I, I have to interject here... And I understand that everyone's like, oh, my God, missiles don't work. Uh, I, I'd actually say, yes, they do. They're still effective. Now, here's the thing. They're not doing Ormagura damage. And so now you uh, or whoever else that likes LRMs is like, oh, you nerfed my favorite weapon. I mean, when something's that out of balance and out of whack, it needs to be fixed. It needs to be brought back into scope. And you can't just be like, oh, missiles are horrible now. No, they're still viable, but it shouldn't be the end-all, be-all, and you have a thousand, you know, missiles in the sky that blot out the sun, you know, sort of thing. So, For me, what, like, one it, thing? The, the main concern was, like, it would not hit the light max. Even if I had them in line of sight with Artemis, with tag, I get, like, three or four missiles to land out of a volley, and it's just like, ah... 
Kalis just said, Brawling is dead. SRMs are pointless. Obviously, uh, you haven't been watching me because I use SRMs all the time. Hell, I was just in the Centurion and I got like 700 damage. So, I mean, it really, I mean, again, uh, I'm just gonna, if me, I can interject real quick right here. I want to say with SRMs, um, you're probably going to want Artemis. I have noticed a huge difference from when I'm using Artemis and not using Artemis with the SRMs. Yeah, like I said, I haven't had issue, issues. I've used no Artemis, and yet I've done still pretty well, even though apparently my ELO's low, and that's the reason I get such high uh, points. <laughs> you know what's interesting, too, is um, the missile damage now, like especially SRMs, if you look at an SRM boat, final damage in a match versus a laser boat, they're roughly equal now, whereas before you'd see some guy with like 1,200 damage on like an A1 with six SRM6s because it was just doing retarded damage. So now it's doing more localized damage and it's not quite as insane. So I think it's before it was too good and now it's roughly equal and making the transition is really hard because you're like, the hell, this thing's supposed to rip a guy's entire torso off. Yeah, but uh, good question. And I'm actually looking to see what the final, like what, when they do fix the missiles uh, across the board, what is it going to be? But, uh, you know. But yeah, I, I could use improvements, but I think they're not quite as bad as people are saying. I still use them. Gotcha. If, if they just hit light mechs, I'd be right there, you know? It just won't track and hit the light mech. If it's going 150, it just, they all hit the ground. I think that's a good point, and thank you for your question, Kick. Okay, thanks. Alright, moving on to MechWorld Line, we obviously had GDC 2013 going on. This actually sort of blew up because there was the pay to Merc Corp controversy and the original, you know, quote was from Brian. Totally got taken out of context, out of whack. Now, I totally understand everyone's, um, you know, concern. Like, when I never read that you had to pay continuously and you only had to have a premium account. But I definitely understand if there's like a $10 setup fee or something like that. Like a one-time only, uh, the, you know, I'm okay with that, especially it makes you, you know, like um, uh, think through, like actually creating a Merc group, like there's actually money involved, like, hey, $10 to start one, or maybe a logo. Maybe you can start a, um, you know, Merc Corp, but then to get like your official logo or something, it has to go through, you know, a process and you have to pay like $10. That happens in EVE Online. You actually have to pay to get your, your logo and stuff, and it's a long no, process. Has that changed? It, you never had to pay. It, didn't you have to pay in-game currency? You have to pay in-game currency to create an alliance. That's like a billionist. So like MC-wise, you could see that, right? MC no. bills. Well, no, I know, but... Okay. See, I, I don't have a problem with trying to make sure that people are serious and that there's not whatever going on uh, like we talked before make it so that you have to have 10 people in your uh, Merc unit or whatever and make it 25 million C-bills or something like that um, I don't even really have a problem with $10 myself I understand why people would but that doesn't bother me so much either well, I think it's, okay, let's look at the, the process like when someone creates a group and I don't want to go off too far on the tangent but this is the whole controversy was just a post was sort of taken out of context and to me, specifically towards this post, uh, there's people like, oh, my God. And I was like, I, guys, there's not enough information in that post that he made. And then he came, you know, he came around on Twitter and basically said, guys, uh, it isn't what you guys are thinking. Trust me, it's OK. I, I think, uh, on, just 
me speaking up here for a moment. I think, I, I mean, we do know it was a misquote on behalf of whoever was reporting there, what was said. But I think at the time, there was legitimate concern from the Merc Corps from the information that was present at the time. Of course, we didn't have enough information. Uh, but I think the biggest concern was the fact that they, the Merc Corps were starting to feel uh, they had a fear of being but here's the thing but here's the thing why why are they rather than paying a fee for an optional bonus well why are they jumping to this like oh my god you know the the forums are burning down over this I mean something so simple because it's a dollar sign there yeah, I mean, it, th- my, my issue is they had just covered some heated things with ECM and, and obviously the consumables and they handled it very very well in my opinion and yet people keep jumping aboard this like like well, you see, bandwagon. Forums are idiots. Yeah, somebody said because forums. Uh, it's called tinfoil hattery. And, and by the way, people, yes, virulent. minimum twelve people. I understand how many mechs are in a company. Thank you. So obviously, yeah, I, th- there's more to it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I think uh, just from my communications with people in Merc Corps, they had no problem with the uh, the minimum fee being put in, like the ten dollar or fifteen dollar charge to start the corp. I think they were more concerned about that repeating $10 fee just because there was no information uh, about what that fee would be going towards and we even we as Brian came out and said they're they're actually the fee is going to be for something optional and not required but I think a lot of people were thinking that it's going to be required and therefore a punish almost like a punishment for not paying the fee so you don't have access to something yeah, I mean, I can understand if it would have been like an official on the website, this is how it's going to be, this is our plan, and we're not budging. But that's what it wasn't what it was, and obviously it was misquoted. Uh, I don't know, it, it just, it's just and another one of those things. Piranha has a really good track record of listening to the people, in my opinion. Yeah, well, you, you, uh, you said it, but a lot of people out there just really don't, you know, I don't know, it, it's, it's crazy. All right, uh, so we also had MWO released expected uh, a release expected in late summer, twelve v twelve in sixty in less than sixty days. Yes, that's actually going to be crazy how they change that up. Uh, we've got community warfare coming in three parts. Um, basically, they broke it down: is you're able to form your unit, and then you're going to let them start fighting for something, and then obviously intro to the clans. So got that coming and there's a lot of also other information from uh, the GDC video with Brian Ekman house players role play orientated fighting on fronts depending how well your match I mean just a ton of stuff now what I'm more interested in is not this this GDC video I'm more interested in on the official post that's going to go down on the, the the forums and on their website like what what is really going to happen like words 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 what is the actual like content going to be you know well, what's I found an interesting thing in the video was that uh, Brian confirmed that clans are coming after launch, and that launch is going to be roughly September 21st. Yeah, he. I uh, think he's uh, said that. Let's see. We also have a GDC Russ Bullock. There wasn't really anything from you know Russ's interview uh, that we didn't already know. Um, I don't. I mean, you guys watched it. I mean, did you guys catch anything? I mean, it was pretty much, uh, especially yeah, after was, watching. Yeah, it was definitely pretty much a repeat of the uh, Brian Ekman video. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to make a point here, real too, real quick too. Um, when I said that Prana has a good history, that doesn't mean that they listen to every single uh, request or desire from the the community. There's some things that game developers are going to say, "This is how we want the game, and this is how the game's going to be." But when I said they have a good history, that means that they, in my opinion, uh, answered a lot of the requests by the community. Not everyone, so you can definitely point out somewhere they haven't, but most of them. 
yeah most definitely even i mean we have a few people in the audience that are um i would say on the left extreme and would be totally against what darren's just said but yeah it's just one of those things where it's just his opinion and i have to agree i mean again they haven't done anything that i was like oh my god if they would have introduced consumables and never went back and changed it that would have been an issue to me if they would have not ever said hey there are slight issues with ecm we're going to look at it or hey i mean those are the type of things to me that make a bad developer and pgi has yet to fail you know on that so. And also, a bad developer can be one that, you know, blows with the wind and just does whatever. You know, sometimes you have to stick to your guns and say, no, this is the dream, you know, this is a vision we had, and that's what needs to be done in the game, and good for them. I would say game changes based on analytical data, you know, and they're collecting a ton of data. So when you look at an opinion and you look at the cold hard data, it may say two different things. And so just keep that in mind uh, for everyone out there. They have the data. No one out there, even the audience except PGI, has any data. So uh, unless you have an inside source, and I highly doubt that. All right, so patch review. We have the heavy metal added. Uh, Everyone's loving it. It's great. Um, Me and uh, Darren dropped on the first uh, day right before our Twitch stream. And he hopped in the heavy metal. And it was funny because I was like, oh, dude, hit the jump jets. And I was recording it. And he, all of a sudden, I see LRMs flying out of his <laughs> Highlander, and he he had it set his. I uh, change my settings. Yeah, so definitely cool. Then obviously there was a kill, and you heard the music, and I was like, "Oh, that is awesome!" So obviously new trial mechs, including the dragon who won the contest. So the contest that was out there, the design of trial, is in there right now. So go check that out. We've got the three new statues, the Jenner, Cataphract, and Centurion, and I smiled because the Centurion is the nine alpha. So I had my I had a wang in my wang. You know, so now all they need is like some type of like um, dangly hanging item with the centurion, and I'll have like tri wang effect in my wang. You know, it'll be the wang wang exception. I think that's appropriate. We also have the digital skin, which I approve of. I was able to do the marpat uh, for everyone out there, uh, the marines, the marine pattern for our, uh, our camouflage utilities. So I was able to mess around with that. I like it. I like the digital. Uh, do you guys enjoy it? Yay, nay. I like it. I haven't got a chance to uh, get around playing around with it. Just too busy it. with the heavy metal. We got uh, new consumable modules, the Arty and the Airstrike, and I've actually seen these being used in the uh, game. I've yet to actually got getting hit by one, though. And uh, that being said, um, I actually watched a video. It was over at the C Reddit uh, for MWO, and they did a, uh, a team basically did an Airstrike and Artillery Strike, both the lower-end ones and the higher-end ones, and I'm not going to lie, they're pretty underwhelming. I mean, they, they even did it like on an Atlas and then on a Raven, and it didn't do a whole lot of damage. Like, it did like 3% to the Atlas. So, sort of curbed my concerns of like, oh my god, you're going to get hit and wrecked. Sort of like, uh, I had fears of uh, MechWarrior Living Legends, the Long Tom. Do you guys remember that damn thing? Oh my god. Uh, what was his name? Evil Rat or something Rat? Oh shit, dude, that thing would wreck your life. I was going to say, Brandon, have you seen it? The new artillery and airstrikes? In yes, game, in game. I've seen, uh, I've seen them actually being used quite a bit on pop tartars. They'd pop up, get the line of sight, drop it behind a mountain or something like that. Other than that, really not really. Not, and even then, it was probably only about two or three out of, I think I've played about 30 in some matches now since the patch. So it, it's been, I think, mainly where they are a bit underwhelming. Not a lot of people are taking them. So we'll wait and see. All right, Coffee Nail said Rat Buddy. Yes, that's who it was. Rat Buddy was evil with the Long Tom in Living Legends. So thanks for that, Coffee. Uh, but yeah, I um, 
I don't know if they'll go and look at the damage and see how many are being used, how many are being bought, maybe they'll tweak it or whatever, but uh, it definitely curbed my worries of that, you know, oh, I'm just going to get hit by one of these and just die. So let's see, what else have we got? We got the new thermal and night vision modes. I'm going to ask you guys first, uh, Greg and Brandon, do you guys like, don't like any, I mean, what, what are your first initial thoughts? Absolutely loved it. I was pleasantly impressed. Now, is there anything that you're like, eh, it still needs to be worked on? I mean, what do you think? It's definitely going to need some tweaks over time. Uh, some things, like for example, when you're using the uh, the gray, black, white scale, gray scale um, thermal, uh, some things are not showing up. Um, the draw distance isn't very fair, but I'm pretty sure it's not supposed to be very fair at the same time. But I'd probably like to see it extended a little bit more because I think it's it caps out at what 700 meters. Yeah, it's it's around there to where anything out there is 700, 750. My, um, I was playing on River City Night, and obviously um, I know Russ mentioned that River City Night is going to be getting adjustments where it's a little bit lighter in general. But um, I was on that map, and we were actually just being sniped by someone off in the distance with PPCs, and you couldn't see them with thermals, and you couldn't see them with night. Uh, so it pretty much made it ineffective. Now, obviously, that person had skill to be able to just fire. They didn't really need any vision modes, but... Um, yeah, the draw distance, I don't know if that's just one of those things where they're going to leave that, you know, um, if that's uh, the mechanic. I mean, if someone's firing and they're hot, I don't, you know, to me, I'm like, I don't care if they're a thousand meters out, if they're, you know, running in 90 heat, I should probably be able to see them thermals. I mean, I don't know. It's also, just... another, another thing I noticed was on uh, when you're on some of the snow maps, um, when you hit thermals, mechs are the same color as the snow. So yeah. that's... Yeah, yeah, I was saying that in the first one. I was like, hmm, this isn't the best. Yeah, and I mean, granted, uh, you don't need to actually have a visual. I do this a lot when I'm playing is I just lock on and I don't zoom in. I just put my crosshair in the middle, um, you know, of the box and just fire. And a lot of times, you know, you'll hit. Uh, so it's just one of those things where uh, I like them. I like the white hot, black hot. Um, I, I would actually, it would be nice to where you, you could switch that. Really just player yeah, preference. I, I actually suggested that and I think we're looking at it now. It's just we don't have the thing in place to even do it if we wanted to yet. So, yeah. So they're saying Havoc says sensor range limits thermals. True story. Hmm. That'd be I interesting. Think the answer to all of that is just lost tech. <laughs> yes. So very, very cool. Uh, the night of vision. It's better. Uh, one thing as far as because I've used a lot of night vision, uh, it, it's called light amplification. So therefore, uh, light is amplified. The sky would be bright. Like on River City, the sky would be bright and that light is amplified and uh, it creates the the luminescence, if you will, and, and everything on the buildings. And right now, it's still where the sky is like completely dark and the buildings are glowing. And that's not how light amplification works. That's not how night vision works. So better, it's not as, oh my God, HDR um, blinding, but for how it works, I think the buildings are still too bright. Space night vision. Oh so yeah, like see, see Prophet's got it. Vision. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just one of those things, totally understand it, it is future, but we know how night vision works right now. So, um, you know, it is what it is. It's one of those things sometimes it's tough to implement, especially when you're talking about a future mech, you know, space game. Gotcha. Win in space. All right, so we've got the monthly update that just came out. Um, just going to go roll through this really quick. We've got the Highlander on the 19th, which 
I'm going to throw this out there. Has anybody else noticed the 19th isn't a Tuesday? Anybody? Anybody? It's a no, Friday. Friday. What's up with that, Garth? Are we seeing a switch as far as patch days? I'm not sure. I'm actually going to see if that's a uh, screw-up or not, because that seems like an odd day to pick. Maybe well, it's maybe it's just a Friday or a Tuesday in Canada. It could be it. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That we, is do, we, we are changing to a new calendar system. You got rid of the pennies and everything just went downhill. All right, well, so, that was the end of it. Right <laughs> I, I didn't check the mail yet. Uh, probably the Prime Minister standing right out there right now to tell me. Um, on, <laughs> let me, let me put on my tinfoil hat just one sec. <laughs> um, another thing uh, that came out so obviously let us know about the 19th I thought that was a little odd uh, Brandon pointed that out and I'd already read it and I just figured the 19th was on a Tuesday but it's definitely not it's definitely a Friday so I'm wondering are patch days changing another thing is the champion uh, battle mechs are coming out and this is to be announced and they and this is the quote We've decided to add a new style of hero battle mech, one that represents the community of the champion similar to nature in the founders battle mechs a champion mech based of an existing variant with a special 5% permanent XP boost over lower at a lower price point. Our first champion battle mech will be revealed on April 12th. Now April 12th is next Friday. So again, mm-hmm. we'll, a pattern here. Yeah. Um, now with the be- this being said, I was actually a little confused because I was like, why did they say champion battle mechs? Why didn't they pick some other term? Because there is a champion battle mech that is it's in this time frame. You know, stupid. How's it stupid? It's dumb. How's it dumb? Someone put the front half of a plane on some legs and was like, <laughs> "Check out this battle mech I made." Hey, hey, yeah, I'm just saying, it was a good mech in MechWarrior Three. I used it. Um, I have to sing. I believe I can fly every time. Well, I mean, FD would. It's not like you're going to take that Tiro artwork. I mean, FD would be doing a re. You know. So anyways, make it a cool-looking plane on legs. Now, we have some theories of this, and Brandon was saying uh, to the effect of it could be a good price point for the mechs that are a little bit more expensive at MC, that people could buy these champion mechs uh, for a little less MC, and it's still going to give them a slight boost as far as the XP. So it's an, it's like an in-between I, price point. I was actually thinking as well... Um, probably more beneficial if you did XP and MC 5% rather than just being XP only for people to invest into. Probably because um, seeing as most people buy the the uh, hero mechs at the moment for seabill grinding, um, the champion battle mech would probably be a, a, a cheaper version of a hero mech, so it would make more sense to add the seabill bonus over the XP bonus for seabill uh, grinding. I love the fact that we're speculating again. You know, we don't well, speculate that's fine. as much as we used to. Yeah. Well, no, let's just like say it. this. Um, how much are some of the most expensive uh, tanks in World of Tanks, Darren, as far as, like, in-game currency, like, money? The value. highest one's 50, isn't it? Because I know you said the low and stuff was, like, 50, 60 bucks. Is You're that talking true? dollars. Yes, yes. 50 yeah, bucks. When I played, it was, there were some that were up around 50 or 60. I don't know anymore. I haven't played in a long time. So, obviously... Yeah, we're way up there. How much is the Highlander when you when you look at the Highlander? And twenty seven, I think. So you're not even halfway up to the the fifty yeah, or a little little over fifty. So I mean, Regular I know someone. I know someone was like, "Oh, fix the hero mech prices and blah blah blah." I mean, dude, really? It's a business. Everyone's like buying it. Like, yeah, I mean, you don't it's have to buy the Highlander. You can wait and get the variants. I mean, so I just don't really understand that. Um, I, I still think it would be a little bit beneficial to have a um, a little bit of a first week, first adapter sale going on for the hero mix. Like maybe 
maybe even like 10 or 15 MC off per ton or something like that. Just a little early, bit more early adopters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I just I just don't see this. Oh my God, Hero Mix are so expensive. I I just don't buy it, and a lot of people don't. I mean, uh, 27 bucks for you're going to have that for the rest of the time MechWare Online is going. And, I mean, you don't have to get it. It's not this Uber, you know, oh, my God, it's better. I mean, so... No, I mean, Hero Mechs are not the majority of what I play. Or I and you either. No, I mean, and I, I do them because they're fun. They're nostalgic, and I just want to, you know, use it. Like, But it's not the end of the world. So I want to freaking, you know, a uh, million, uh, you know, centurions. But, you know... It is what it is. All right, so uh, we also, let's see what's coming up, is the Fractal Pattern on the 19th, which I'm looking forward to. We have two more main events in April. They plan on rolling out team events coming up in the few months to allow players to officially band together, you know, units and team-based uh, tournaments and stuff. Yes, yes, and yes. And host, yes. host State Rewind, HSR for Ballistics, is going live on the 19th again. The 19th, Friday, the 19th. We we don't know if this is a typo. Garth is going to check on the 19th, see if that's... um, For those that don't know, Ballistic uh, HSR is basically going to be a godsend for everything. Light mechs, mediums that move fast, because when you have a Centurion moving 130 kph, it's hard to hit. Um, So... For those that don't know what Host State Rewind is, there's a whole slew of it as far as the laser and it has a breakdown of it. It's actually really cool when you think about the technology that goes in, and I'm sure it's a like mind-boggling pain in the ass, but hey, that's why you guys are getting paid to create this game. There's a lot of work going on on UI 2.0. I thoroughly, I to be honest, Garth, you may want to toss this out there. I think everyone would enjoy getting screenshots uh, of the the progress on this because I think it's a big deal as far as your UI, the the UI and the mech labs and the mech oh, bays and all it's that. Really close to being done, so I mean I can see about it though. I mean, a lot of people out there in the audience who would say are plus one because me, I'm now granted I'm not bragging. What I'm saying is I have 37 mechs. It's a pain in the ass sometimes to find mechs, and I'm like they're. Uh, I want to utilize my full resolution. I have 2560 by 1440 for a reason. I you know, and it's like. All of these things. We've been um, talking a lot about 12v12 uh, out in the battlefield, and you know we're talking about the kind of the confusion that sometimes exists, um, accidentally team firing and stuff like that, and how much more difficult it will be with 12 versus 12. I'm looking forward to seeing that implemented. Yeah, we had a uh, mean. Uh, what was it mean? Yeah, Brandon and I were, uh, and I posted up this uh, YouTube uh, video, but we lost on Alpine. We had, we won the fight, but there was one enemy like Raven left, and we got out capped and stuff. And you start to think how dynamically some of these battles will change when you have a full another lance. Anyways, it'll be yeah. interesting. You you would be flanking. sending almost uh, one lance to each point, and then you would have four man dynamic battles at those points, and then the winners would move to the next point or something like that. Yeah, and then I want to hear what the competitive, you know, players and groups are saying, you know, run hot or die guys and some of the other tournaments. And obviously once we can start doing actual tournaments that are built into the game and stuff, um, how, you know, competitive play is, is turning out. So um, obviously 12v12, expect to see more details uh, on feature rollouts during the month of May, June, and July. And of course, first up is 12v12. And I know you guys have been internally testing this for quite some time, Karth, because uh, Brian posted it up a while ago. Uh, so a lot of people are, are excited for it. And of course, um, I will say this. 
it's gonna mean, by the way, that you're gonna have to be a little bit more careful on every single map. Because when there's 12 mechs firing at you, instead of just 8, <laughs> your chances... You don't, don't be the one to go at the top of the hill. Don't go to uh, Retard Ridge on, you know, for uh, Frozen don't City. Don't be first. Don't be first, because if you're that guy, you're going to be done. And yes, I called it Retard Ridge. I don't know where I got that one. <laughs> um, new functionality rolls into uh, the command hierarchy. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, the first phase allows the players to join uh, two lances, each with a commander. Players will now see their lance mates' names, health status, grid location on the battle HUD. Yes. Uh, lance commanders will be able to issue lance commands via the battle grid. Company commanders can now issue orders to individual lances. I want to see, like, I feel like someone with a lot of um, organizational skills and leadership and directional, this will be a really good uh, tool for them to, uh, to, to utilize. And especially the being able to see your lance mates' uh, health, maybe their weapon systems, which ones are still online and stuff like that. Definitely if you're talking the competitive setting, just to have a, instead of everyone calling in what they have, like for example, when I know when Aces is doing the Merrick League, uh, if we need to regroup or something like that after an engagement, usually one of us has to run down one at a time what everyone, what's still active and not, but be able to have someone to pull up the battle grid real quick and be like, Goss Rifle's still okay, PPC's still okay, just go down and make a mental image of what everyone has is probably really beneficial. I was going to yeah, say... it's going to be fun. Um, something that's not on here, and I don't think we have it on our command share, is uh, today was posted about two things are going to be changed about ECM. So this was just posted up. That. Did you? Where is it? Yeah, it's in the command share. I don't see it. Okay, cool. All right, we'll talk about that in a second. Now moving on to command share, dev stalker, catcher, uh, kill. And we've got Matthew Craig. There will be further adjustments coming to thermal vision. Is it closer to but it is not final to what they, you know, want for their uh, intended, uh, you know, look and feel and stuff. I feel, like I said, um, White Hot, Black Hot would be nice. Um, obviously, forest, uh, Frozen City and something with snow, it's not working properly. Um, everything's white. So those little things, I do like it. Um, obviously, little things like if I'm sniping and I'm running really hot, I mean, do we want to draw distance on that? Like, how do you guys feel out in the live studio audience? Like, with the thermal vision, obviously we don't want it, the issues of you being able to just sit back and snipe like before. But, I mean, do you or don't you? Or, I mean, that's it, a tough thing, like right? i a little further, but, yeah, I, I really worry about it going out like a kilometer or so because then there's no reason to use normal vision ever. Yeah, definitely I think 800 or 850 would be a really good cap. Because I think, if you want to hit those things at a thousand out, you'd have to unvision. Yeah, and I think the fact that a lot of people called it sniper vision answers the question alone. Yeah, it's a tough thing. So uh, we also had Garth said old post, but reminder: April ability to paint hero mechs. When is that coming? By the way, uh, really soon. I don't have an exact one though. I think Brian either mentioned it was soon or maybe the specific date. I don't know. I bet it'll be on a Friday. The state of Guardian ECM, now this is a big one, um, that said there are two things su suggested by the community that struck the chord and we'll be looking at implementing soon. Number one, ECM should have dedicated hardpoint. Tonnage space does not change. That way ECM will always be in the known location on the mech and can be directly targeted by attackers. So this basically means Raven, right or left torso, or CT. That would be pretty evil. Um, that actually, you know, it's just one of those things where You'll you'll know on the atlas the uh, the you know DDC where it's at at all times. 
Nowhere hiding your ECM in your foot. <laughs> um, so that's one thing they're implementing. Two, ECM should not cut out friendly signatures on the battlefield. Friendly mechs should always be identifiable and not obscured by uh, four team members. I agree to this. Now, they also stated in this post that uh, the reason why a lot of other drastic changes aren't being made is clearly the host state rewind. Uh, they're basically saying when we implement ballistics and missile, I mean, you already see with the energy. I mean, ravens get legged all the time. I mean, it's an easy way to get rid of them. Um, cicadas and stuff, they're not as, uh, they're not as uh, prevalent, you know, prevalent out there on the battlefield. And so now you throw in ballistics and SRMs can, I mean, and they basically said that. So let's see how it is. And then, you know, I'm sure they can make changes as is. But those two right there, I like that. That you're going to be able to say, hey, right torso, it's gone. And, uh, you know, or you can always see friendlies and stuff like that. Um, There's some pretty strongly negative uh, feelings towards this post. Uh, What do you think? What do I think about it? Yeah. Let's see. We could say, this one guy says, uh, I call bullshit. The only reason there isn't rage about ECM now is the missile nerf is still active. I don't understand your your theory there. He was he was the one that was basically also saying earlier that uh, PGI is not listening to the players because of this specifically, the CCM post. So I'm trying to just figure out how that is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, nerf to what? I mean, um, so we all knew Ravens and uh, had issues. Uh, they fixed the hitbox. They fixed that. Now, streaks aren't doing the crazy amount of damage they were doing beforehand, so now you're going to complain and say it's broken? I mean, I, I just don't really understand that. I think the issue for the LRM thing is um, a lot of people believe that if we had removed ECM and had the old missiles, it would have been OP. So the only thing keeping missiles in check was ECM. But now nothing is keeping ECM in check because you can't use missiles, so it invalidates an area of missiles. Basically, weapons. Well, I can... Another thing me and Brandon were talking about this, uh, I think it was yesterday, and uh, we were saying that uh, the current implementation of ECM does... is not exactly... It's almost verbatim what it is in Sarna.net. But it has a few extra things, being able to counter and, and disrupt, being able to switch back and forth. And I think, Brandon, you were saying that the player should like choose which one they want, and they shouldn't have to like be able to switch between, because that dynamically changes Kind of like an ECM versus BAP kind of thing. Like, if you yeah. want to counter it, you get a beagle. If you don't, you want ECM. I actually like that one. I'm not saying we have to use it or anything, but that's probably my favorite of the suggestions. Definitely. I also was also of the mind, because I'm a little bit of a purist. Um that ECM should have always been four crit slots and seven tons, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we can move on. All right, so we've got uh, Brian Eckman via Twitter, sneak peeks at Lance Command uh, and the HUD. Um, Brandon actually just found these links. He'll post them for you in just a second. Um, obviously, a lot of different changes to the battle grid. I like it. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to seeing how that plays out because uh, just more information for you and your teammates. It's really frustrating not knowing um, what their damage is like or you know how they're doing except for just a percentage. And then we've got the server hotfix rolling out. That actually just happened. Um, basically, users seeing names duplicated on the scoreboard. That was fixed. Users stuck at the end of match and not seeing the end of round screen. Had that happen twice last night. 
battle mechs being stuck in game longer than they should be had that happened twice last night um they eventually rolled out uh, and were able to select but uh, and then fixed an issue where people with high latency would experience a black screen after loading into the game so all four of those issues the hotfix uh went out on the server so everything is good they said basically you may experience one or two or things but as it as it goes along it should just snuff everything out so if you have more issues over like the course of the next 24 hours i'd sort of give it a little leniency and then if it happens anything else i would definitely report it all right so that's it for mechware online and again um you know if you guys have any questions and i and i say this because we we try to answer every community question we get and we actually don't get as many as you think uh, we make the post, the community questions and the mech, mech of the week vote. Make sure to get your question on community questions. We, we answer usually uh, almost 100% of them if it's not like totally absurd. So just keep that in mind. If you actually have a valid question, um, you know, get it out there. So, All right, so for MechWare Tactics, still really nothing new. I am trying. I am digging into this. Uh, really, all we have is the Founders Program still. You go over there and support the project. I know um, we had the Beta Key Giveaway. Um, they were, they were giving away like 1,700 keys. We posted that up on our Facebook. So, yeah, if you're playing the beta, obviously you're still under NDA, so you can't really talk about it. But as soon as we can, we will. You know, it sort of sucks. It's like the same thing, like closed beta with uh, MWO. No one could really talk about it. But, uh, yes. So, more info as we can. Yes. Battletech, the board game. Obviously, we've got the Catalyst game sponsorship. To give you an idea, we're going to be shooting, we're, we're starting the giveaways at the beginning of May for all of the items. Uh, for those that don't know, Catalyst Games sponsored NGNG with 52 items. We've got uh, map packs, uh, we've got uh, the actually introductory box sets, we have um, TROs, we have uh, two 25 years of Battletech art. Um, oh, those things are sweet. They are ni- uh, nice. I wish I could keep one. But it was 52 items, and we're going to start that at May 1st. Now, we are wanting to wait for our new website. Our new website may be out May 1st. Not too much pressure on uh, Deadfire and uh, Aegis Cleos for that. But uh, they're working on their spare time, and we really appreciate it. And uh, uh, to give you an idea, it, it, it does look sexy. So uh, May 1st, that's when we're going live with the uh, every week 52 items for the next year so uh just throwing that out there all right so giveaway we have the razor nostromo phil dropped a big one he derped and i forgot to put this up and then it got like sidetracked it is up right now uh all you have to do is go to this link follow the instructions pretty simple go there make you have to be registered to make a post but all you have to do is post your favorite BattleTech novel the name of it and uh, we'll do a random uh, drawing on Monday, next Monday. And yeah, maybe you can win it. Uh, again, this is brand new Razor Nostromo. Thank you so much, by the way, for the guy. You know who you are for donating the money to be able to get this. And there's going to be more stuff. We're probably going to do like uh, mechanical keyboards and stuff. Which, by the way, I really actually need a new uh, keyboard. This thing's like six years old. <laughs> um, so anyways, thank you again for doing that. So go ahead, head over there, register, make a post and uh, maybe you can win this. Facebook. Facebook's actually doing really well. We have 3,206 prior to this. If you're not following us on Facebook, make sure to do so. It's a great way for us to get info to you directly. I post up mech porn all the time. Hey, by the way, are you guys enjoying the mech porn as much as I do, like, posting it up? Are you guys, I think, yeah, you guys... Okay, yeah, that's resounding, yes, so good. Um, mech porn all the time. And uh, make sure to follow those artists, man. I mean, really, really talented. Make sure you give them your feedback, your love. And uh, 
Megasilogy says, I feel dirty when I watch Mechborn. You shouldn't. You shouldn't at all. It's perfectly normal. It's acceptable. And we love you for it. Uh, YouTube channel, obviously we already gave out that link, but hey, check us out. And of course, NGNG TV, we just added another streamer. You guys know him as DP. Uh, DP will actually, I think he might be streaming right now on NGNG TV. But uh, we are going to be adding two more streamers for a total of 10. Then what we, we already have a schedule. Uh, Lethal Rose has uh, got this really cool Google uh, spreadsheet that we can track all of our time, weekly, monthly, and stall stuff. So as we move forward, we may need more streamers. So if you're not streaming or if you are streaming, just keep that in mind. We'll ping the community and you get in contact with us. Or maybe, maybe we might just find uh, you guys. And, uh, you know. Uh, Phil, uh, are you talking about PD? P-D. You said D-P, which D-P. When combined with porn is pretty scary. Hold on, let me... Let me uh, yeah, P-D. So I was right, or was I? I don't know what I said. No, you said D-P. No, you were very wrong. Uh, yeah, D-P mech porn, 211 <laughs> all day long. Sheesh. All right, and then obviously you can follow us on Twitter at No Guts No Galaxy, and I just want to say thank you to everyone, our community, our staff members. There's a ton of people behind NGNG, contributors, interns, staff, uh, journalists. We have an entire journalist team that's working on uh, stuff behind the scenes. So, um, hey, and we ask hey, if you'd like to support them again. Uh, you know, we totally appreciate it. And so, uh, thank you for coming out here. You guys are awesome. We love you, and yeah, we'll see you guys. By the way, tomorrow. Next Devs of Beer will be recorded. Uh, we're not doing a live studio audience recording. Uh, basically what happened is the <laughs> the recording we had got totally fucked. Not going to lie. And it's basically DP. we're going to... Yeah. <laughs> we're going to re-record with that so you guys already know. If you're on TeamSpeak, I'll announce it. But uh, it'll be tomorrow at 1130 uh, Pacific time. So, uh, it, yeah. We, we got it fixed. But uh, Darren dropped the ball on it. So, blame Darren. And... <laughs> This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. This is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Patrick Hell. And this is Greg. Until next time, Mech Warriors.